Hello and welcome to the Self-Consciousness Podcast Season 3. Wow, I can't believe it. (laughs) Can't you hear the excitement in my voice? Um, Season 3, this is exciting. This is the third year of me doing the Self-Consciousness Podcast and uh, it's not too shabby. I'm proud. I am proud that I kept going. I'm proud that um, I put out some really great conversations with people. I'm proud that I shared and expressed what I shared and expressed. Um, And I'm even more excited by the prospect that maybe some of the things that I shared helped. (laughs) Come on, who are we kidding? You're fine. You don't need my help. I'm not an expert. (laughs) The only thing I'm an expert in right now is age. But that's only to all the people younger than me. Um, other than that, I'm not really um, a super expert on anything. I'm pretty good at a lot of things. Um, so yeah. And um, so this uh, this welcome back episode, this welcome back Cotter episode, um, I wanted to channel a couple of messages and I sat down to write and I did get some things which I'm going to go into um and then as I kind of and then I took a break and then I tried to come back to it um and let me explain every step of the way so uh this is the creative process everybody so then I decided that uh I'm just gonna wing it I literally wrote down in my notes just wing it um because I have to take notes uh about being spontaneous anyway um so let's just go right into it. So I, I, it's been a weird year so far. It's February, twenty twenty three, and it's it's been an exciting time for me professionally and creatively. Um, and that's you know I've been so this coming week is going to be our February Sacred Comedy Show. Uh, this will be our third show. And I'm just having so much fun with it. Like, after every show, I'm like, this, after every one, there's only been two. But after each show, um, I just feel so excited. Like, this is the only thing I want to do. I wish I could do them every day. But I'm sure I would be so anxious. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to, like, wake up in the morning. Anyway, um, there's also been some stuff on the personal level that's been weird um just weird and you know I think some of this the channeling that I'm that I'm gonna read out is is has to do with that so so I sat down and I don't know if if um oh god what a bad podcast episode (laughs) this is so bad uh really just throwing things together So if you're new to the Self-Consciousness Podcast, welcome! This is how it is. (laughs) Actually, it's been better organized in the past. Um, And I think this is kind of part of what I want to talk about today, which is like it's it's definitely the way I've organized in the past. I was definitely holding on to a lot of what I thought things should be. 
um, because I've I have discovered I am kind of a laid back control freak and um, and it's great I embrace it I think I've been wearing a mask that's very like laid back chill nothing really bothers me but that's not true and um, you know I think a lot of what's coming through in this messaging is just about digging down deeper, spiraling down into those those deeper levels of who we are really uh, in new ways. And it's like, um, you know how, you know what I mean, right? Do you know what I mean? Anyway, um, so a lot of times when I do channeling, especially when I'm working with clients, if I'm not in a really uh, connected state or if I'm in a weird place, uh, the word that I get, which is, it's weird, it's like, this word comes up and it's sort of like a symbol or um, a, a message from like my guidance system, from my spirit guides. That's very much like, okay, uh, stop and try to figure out why you're, you know, you're hitting a wall. So that word that I get is rehearsal and that word still comes up. Um, so I just kind of wanted to dig into this word and really get a sense of um, where it comes from, why it happens, especially now that I'm producing events where there is an element of performance. So that the fact that the word rehearsal started coming up like two years ago um, and a time when I the idea of putting on a performance in my head, that was a very like oh, that's just so far from my reality. That's like, I'm not a performer. I mean, like, I know I'm a performer, like, <laughs> in, like, daily life, but being on a stage performer. So, rehearsal. This word, again, it, it comes up during times when I'm not really getting information, and I know it's about what's happening with my own energy. So, um... Yeah, the message I got basically was that a lot of times we are functioning through hurt. Um, and this has definitely been confirmed so much. I was, you know, even just down to like watching Gabor Mate. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, on Instagram, because of course, yeah, fully, fully back in that. Um, him talking about how we develop almost like charming personalities out of trauma. <laughs> And um, even comedic performance, people like Robin Williams, you know, like making his mom laugh, uh, probably because it was really a form of self-defense, a form of protection and things like that. So I think they that that's just a very, you know, and there was a part of me that's like, oh, great, another thing to feel shitty about, you know, another thing to be embarrassed by, another blaring signal that I've been abused and that I've suffered trauma. And there's almost like a tad bit of shame in that you know like knowing that I have this overly I don't know animated personality or tendency to be like quite charming yeah I can I can do that um but it's also very much part of who I am and uh yeah is it a result of trauma yeah sure but is it only a result of trauma no I fucking love this I love fucking charming people you know and and yeah is it to get a sense of safety is it to get a sense of connection sure but I just you know I feel like the more we sort of magnify these issues I mean I think it's great that we know them and that we're aware of them 
but I just don't want to take it that I just don't want to take it so far where I'm adding more pain to the idea of something or my past or my trauma you know I I um I mean, we, we all have trauma to heal from. And, and I guess maybe talking about it can help some people. Um, I just feel like, I don't know. There's a huge part of me right now that's like, oh, talking about my own trauma can heal someone else. Like can help someone see their own trauma. But I'm just like, I don't think that's what we're doing anymore. I think that's like a thing of the past. It just doesn't feel right to me anymore. It's just me talking about myself and indulging myself, which I totally am. I mean, come on, sitting, recording my own voice <laughs> for a podcast that I'm putting out to people like in public. It's so self-indulgent um, and it's fine and I love it and it's all those things and whatever. Anyway, so, okay, a lot of times we function through hurt and through pain. So this word rehearsal... <sighs> from what my guidance tells me, it just means that a part of self is hiding out until it feels safe to appear. But, you know, my Scorpio North Node, and if you don't know anything about the nodes in astrology, I definitely recommend educating yourself on the subject because it has to do with what the soul... I like it because it's a very good example of... Um, the direction your soul is going in and, and kind of the energy that your soul is seeking out. Um, you know, like I'm, so I'm coming from a Taurus energy and I'm moving out of Taurus energy and into Scorpio energy. That's kind of what it really means. And, you know, I, I, it's like, I've read every possible thing about it. And, and I, I guess, you know, like I am here to kind of look under the rock and see what's crawling around. I am here to kind of go into the dark. I think I'm also here to go from like being, mm, grounded and steady maybe I don't know into more like uh mysterious wishy-washy I don't know if you're a Scorpio please don't be offended I don't even know um but I just think that you know there is an element of me sort of coming out and and really trying to bring dark into light or just exposing the dark or just like looking at it um so whatever I mean, I guess um, it's just another way to make myself feel better. <laughs> so so for so rehearsal is a code word for my mind, body, soul that alerts me to when I must retrieve a part of myself that has deviated. The word deviated came up here. And, um, you know, I think the word deviant is uh, and this is also a shout out to Megan I don't even think she listens to this. Um, she runs Socially Deviant Media. She was my social media person. She kind of introduced me to the world of social media people who actually do this for you. Um, I'm just at a point where I'm like, yeah, I need to uh, I need to learn how to do this for myself because eh, I can't afford it. Anyway, um, but the, the word deviant came up and I, I thought that that was interesting. I didn't know that was whether that was because it was just around me. Um, but I think it's, it was kind of symbolic in the fact that if we're deviating from the norm, you know, when you're being, when you're a child and you're deviating from the norm, uh, you're made to feel shitty about it. And I think that can be very damaging, but these deviated parts are the parts that kind of build my character in its entirety. And that creates my experience in this lifetime. 
you know, it's this super weird stuff that kind of elicits embarrassment. Um, so apparently it's still kind of a sticky issue for me after, <laughs> surprise, after almost 47 years. Um, but yeah, like I actually am kind of still surprised that that there's parts of me that are hiding out, you know? Um, but I'm also, you know, I'm grateful for whatever wants to be revealed when I ask for things to be revealed. I mean, it doesn't feel very good, but hmm, here we are. And rehearsal implies hesitance before getting it perfect. And I think that speaks volumes about me. Um, getting it before getting it perfect, before expressing or sharing it with others, which I clearly don't do. <laughs> I just share whatever the fuck comes out. Um, but anyway, the, the point is, all of this kind of hesitation, preparation, rehearsal, it's, I really feel, this is what I feel like 2023 is a little bit about. Um, it's, it's not going to be necessary anymore. Um, we're existing in the state of our soul at any given moment. And I really feel that this is how we will move through life in the coming time, space, reality. Um, it's like an instantaneous and effortless being. Um, thinking, still thinking a little, translating it back into energy or spirit, just but more quickly than we've done it before. And this is another reason why I didn't want to edit myself too much with this. Because this is about existing and being, even if I'm like, even if this isn't perfect, even if I haven't written out the best channeling ever that's going to motivate and move people, um, you know, it really is about getting messy. And this is definitely a messy episode. Anyway, are you finding, I'm curious to know, are you finding that you can't quite find the words this year lately? Do you feel like things are more about the feeling in, in a kind of a different way, a slightly different way? Um, now this part, I'm not sure I really understand. So fulfilling our destiny as sentient creatures and evolving into light creatures takes a grand shedding of dystopian perspectives. Hmm. I don't know. This either-or, good-bad, success or failure, all of these opposing forces will dissolve. And this is going to create mass confusion. And it's going to show up in many ways. And it's really meant to illuminate, but for some it's going to fulfill some really deep fears. Um, so allowing oneself to be seen to truly be seen in all realism, all the parts lit up, nothing hiding in the shadows, no like gnarled up, you know, hiding, gnarled up with shame or even like greediness. And I think greed is a fear of lack. I'm sure other people have said that before. And I think shame is a fear of being seen. Uh, yeah, thoughts? I wish this was live. Um, but my 
my favorite part about kind of like identifying and isolating behaviors, I'm a pattern person. I really love identifying patterns. I need patterns. I actually need patterns to like feel safe. But tracing things back to their origins, finding like a new view from this current place, like looking at it from this perch. Um, I'll, I'll say that the the only element well, not the only, but the most important element for me has been, really has been self-compassion, um, self-understanding, really just like forgiving myself. I'm not tightening up anymore around like wrong decisions, but I am also remembering a time when I did, you know, and looking back at it with, you know, compassion and even recognizing that in some of my friends, you know, regret or questioning or doubt and I'm I'm not saying I don't do that anymore but I know that I I've just really <laughs> maybe this is bypassing but I have just love coded myself like sugar coating I have just fucking coated myself in so much love um that all the uh, I guess I want to say like the grinding of the gears. It's like the, this is the grease. Like it's the, the you know, in a love, in a greasy love coating. <laughs> it helps make the gears not like squeak or grind. Oof. I don't know, you guys. Anyway. <laughs> um, but again, having compassion for a time when I did feel very doubtful and all those things and and recognizing we're never like done with that stuff um new experiences come into life and and new experiences are coming into my life all the time new interactions new situations and um you know I'm not knocking anything out of the park (laughs) I'm still just trucking along and and I'm finding that you know there's definitely still parts of me that doesn't want to feel certain emotions um, and definitely still tightens up about around that. I mean, who wants to feel that? You know, uh, a dear friend was just diagnosed with cancer and I like, <laughs> I was going to say the really bad kind, but uh, yeah, they're all bad, whatever. Um, you know, just like new reactions that I just didn't think I had, but it's a different relationship. You know, it's like, I have watched and been around loved ones who've had cancer and passed from cancer. And I think this is, this feels different. Um, Again, I think it's just different with each person. Um, But I guess I'm grateful for the experience of knowing what it's like, what it can be like for people. Um, But it is really fucking sad and it totally sucks. Um, So like existing in, life and death spaces has just been really jarring but it's like the the only thing I can really do the only thing I can do the only thing that I have done is to just be honest with myself like even when I'm lying to myself so being honest to myself about lying to myself, like, wouldn't it be amazing if we all could just be at that point regularly? Like maybe except for George Santos. Anyway, um, but I have to say I'm finding that, you know, another thing that's really 
really helpful during this time. And and now when I'm saying during this time, I'm like in, I'm acting like you know exactly what I'm talking about. But really, what I'm referring to is this big energetic shift. Saturn moving into Pisces, Pluto moving into Pisces, is that right? Um, all of this happening around now-ish, you know, like early March into this equinox and just so many things changing and like dissolving and moving into watery existence. I think um, I'm feeling it. I'm definitely feeling it. But uh, it's going to be really important during this time that we we do sort of really take it like uh, worst but best thing ever to say one day at a time. Um, And then I also think that when we can connect with others who are in similar frequencies, have patience with ourselves, have compassion with ourselves, with ourselves, for ourselves, and and have as much fun as we can have. Because, I mean... (laughs) just gonna say all these like super um typical sayings like life is short you guys we need to think outside of the box right all these new sayings that i just came up with um things that i just speaking of things that i just came up with i'm just finding it hilarious that so my daughter is gen z and there's just this like feeling that i've noticed that like Gen Z has discovered like all of life <laughs> and like nothing came before them. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're Gen Z. I'm sure if you're Gen Z and you're listening to this podcast, you're quite aware of what your generation is like. Anyway, but I was like, hey, I came up with some memes. Both she and my son like shuddered. They were like, I don't think you're equipped, mom. I don't think, like, this is going to be super cringy. They both had such a visceral reaction (laughs) to me telling them that I was making memes. Like, it was almost too visceral. I was like, why why are they so embarrassed by that? (laughs) If you know, hit me up. Anyway, um, so I think this is probably enough rambling for today. I do have some really wonderful um, interviews coming up. I'm I'm definitely going to be interviewing as many of the comedians that are performing at Sacred Comedy as I can, and including ones who are not on the East Coast and can't make it out. Um, but I am going to be talking to comedians a lot more. I again, I'm, I guess I'm moving in, or maybe self consciousness podcast is moving in this direction. But you know, I just I I cannot get enough of the connection between spirit spirituality and humor, and uh, and I really just want to continue exploring that connection in as many ways as possible. Um, we are performing at Sip Studios, Sip Studios in Jersey City, which I. I would marry them if I could, but I'm already married. I love these guys so much. George, I love everyone at the studio, everyone who works at the studio, everyone who helps out at the studio. Um, I am also helping out at the studio. Um, This is an amazing performance event recording space that is in Jersey City. It is outside of Journal Square. Um, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you don't live anywhere near me, but... um, 
I'm just giving a big shout out to these guys because I really adore them. And I'm hoping one day to record this podcast out of the studio in that studio <laughs> once their podcast studio is up and running. Um, but again, it's like I was thinking of, of these guys because it's like I do feel like a similar uh, frequency with them and the connections are great and the creativity that comes out of it is awesome it's very collaborative and it's um you know it's the kind of environment I've been I've been wanting for a very long time so it's it's really awesome to be living that and to to find the tribe Ugh, I hate that phrase too I hate all phrases anyway um so our next show is February 25th and then, um, so we're doing all of our shows monthly at Sip Studios in Jersey City. Um, eventually, I will bring the show out on tour. Um, we are also offering sacred comedy shows to companies for employee engagement, for team building, for, you know, uh, an event and a sort of seminar that doesn't make you want to puke. That would be great. Anyway, um, so if you're interested in that, you can email me at sacredcomedy at gmail.com. Um, I am shutting down jenniferway.com. It's really sad, but I pay way too much for Squarespace at this point. And I am I am officially closing down my intuitive consultancy. And, uh, and it feels like the right choice right now. Again, anything is possible. Thank God anything is possible. Thank God, or I should say goddess. Thank goddess anything is possible. Do we even realize how amazing that is? Anything is possible at any time. Um, I mean, how much fucking fun is that? No matter how dark life is getting, <laughs> and it's getting fucking dark, no matter how much suffering is happening, no matter how much trauma, no matter how much fucking horrible shit um anything is always possible and everything changes everything changes so you know don't give up every day is its own beautiful day and we get an opportunity to explore we get an opportunity to meet more of ourselves we get opportunities to meet each other how fucking cool is that um i'm not even high you guys uh so thank you so much for listening and um you know i really hope that <laughs> god i'm like this is me selling season three to a new crop of listeners how did i do probably probably just so hooked right now you're following instantly you're you're rating and you're reviewing you're just talking about how my words of wisdom are just changing your life and are so inspiring <laughs> anyway <laughs> um i'm sending you so much love uh please 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 sign up for my newsletter that's not how you're supposed to do it anyway please go over to the sacredcomedy.com or sacredcomedyshow.com uh, and you can sign up on our newsletter and we send out newsletters once a month um, to give you information about the upcoming shows um, and I'm going to have goodies there and uh, do follow me on Instagram at Sacred Comedy. Um, I'm doing some fun things over there. I'm finally learning how to use social media uh, to promote this event. Um, 
And then, of course, you can go to HathorCommunications.org, um, which is my production company, where you can find information about the shows. You can find information about me. You can find information about this podcast, um, which I will be working on more of a big sort of landing area on that website. So um, thank you again. I am just hoping that you're doing well. Uh, and I would love to hear from you. So pop me an email. Pop me? Is that what people say? Pop and lock me an email. Uh, running man. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I, just, I just can't. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, cabbage patch on over to my website. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow, you're you're an amazing person for listening to me for this long. I will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>